Welcome back to The Writer and the Wrench. We're your hosts, Brent and Beverly. And we are joined by our favorite co-host and some of our favorite friends. The Beauchains. Derek. And Amanda. Thanks for having us back. Of course. I mean, it's been a hot minute. (laughs) (laughs) We had a lot going on in between. Yes, yes. You're getting ready to deliver... Your yeah. baby boy in a week. That's right. That's yeah. exciting. Levi James will be here next week. We're going to start all over again, but we couldn't be happier. <laughs> so excited. I think we should have another one, Brent. I think not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come hold your baby in then. Anytime. <laughs> Can live vicariously through us. <laughs> we also have the holidays. Yes. So... Is Christmas. I have to ask this because when you look around our house, starting with the front door when you came in, the Christmas wreath is still up. So is Christmas still alive and well? It's February, what, 2nd? So is Christmas alive and well in your house right now? It's hanging on by a thread, but it's still there. You're walking into your house definitely makes me feel not so alone. Pulling up to your house, it brought us back to December 25th. And we were like, wow. We still have the wreath on our front door, and we still have the Christmas tree box. In, in our dining room. Dining room, yeah. In the middle of our dining room. But we're getting there. Just a nine-foot box is that your out. Is that your new table? <laughs> Might as well be. It's big enough to be. Not quite sure why it's still hanging out there, but it is. I'm pretty sure we have a touch of Christmas in almost every single room. Do we? Oh, well, I mean, there's the a reeds. giant Merry Christmas well. sign right behind Amanda and Derek, and then if we turn around... You just want to keep the spirit We've alive. got artwork still up. Yeah. <laughs> there lights still... on the windows. Yeah. Just keep it up all year. It'll be less to do in December. It's... Oh. <laughs> it's Honestly, the, the way they do the holidays now, if you leave it up just a couple more months, they're going to start selling Christmas stuff again, and yeah. you'll just be already ready to go. <laughs> oh, you should have a Christmas in July party. <laughs> well, that was our first podcast. <laughs> oh, it was, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Was, was For it? budgeting, was right? It? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that was... When did we start? A, like a year and a half ago? A year ago this past summer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. Mm. And when you have no time to actually record. <laughs> <laughs> so we're jumping back in to our relationship study and... The chapter for tonight is reach out and touch. So let's just start with a basic question. Because they talk, okay, so they talk about in the chapter that touch lowers blood pressure, washes away stress, and reduces your risk for heart disease. It's considered just as necessary as food and water. Would you, I don't know, would you guys agree? I mean, obviously that's research, but would you agree with that statement, that sentiment? I don't know, I have high blood pressure. Is that because I don't touch you enough? Oh. <laughs> do you want me to rest my hand on your shoulder right now while we're talking? <laughs> yeah. I do. You feel good? I do. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You Amanda said, will. <laughs> I mean, you said earlier physical touch was your love language. It is. One and two? One and two. It's primary and secondary. <laughs> <laughs> that must be a men thing because Jared I like the touch too. The same. <laughs> Would you guys consider yourselves an affectionate person or like an affectionate couple? Or I guess you could answer that individually. Yeah, I would say that I'm not naturally affectionate in the way that it's not something that like comes consistently or, or easily to me. I feel like with Olivia, I'm much more 
affectionate. Like it's just kind of a natural mm-hmm. thing. Um, but I know that I'm probably not nearly as affectionate with you as I should be, or not well, nearly I, as affectionate as you are with me. It just comes naturally to you. It well, I also think that's me. like the the nurturing side of you with like Olivia. Like you're just very intentional, and you know you. Do you wish I was more nurturing with you? I mean, I think you are. Let me let me put it this way. I think I mean for like public displays of affection, I think you're you're good, like not over the top, but like at least you you're you know you're showing affection and I like that. I acknowledge your existence when we're <laughs> yeah. in public. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Does that mean I'm not that way at home? I'm confused. <laughs> you are at home too. Yeah, you are. You are. Do you feel like I'm but, more affectionate? But, let me, but, I, but I, the only reason why I said that is because it's like it, you're not. It's not like you're just not affectionate with me, or you know, oh, know, like you're like you just don't like to show that. But that's just not what comes naturally to you first, right? You know. So to answer the question, I don't feel like I'm a naturally affectionate person, though I do enjoy affection. Derek, would you say you're a naturally affectionate person? I am. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I like to. Uh, I. That's just just comes naturally. <laughs> I like touching. <laughs> I don't know how else to say. I like to touch. I like to be. Okay, okay, okay. We went, we went through this the other day, man. Like, like we're, we're trying, we're both trying to like discipline Olivia, and like dude, she does, dude. Sometimes she does things that like I'm like I cannot control it. Like I, I just have to laugh, and I just can't stop. And I'm sitting there trying to like stop. And you're making me laugh. I'm just getting like offended that we're laughing. <laughs> I do think that uh, physical touch comes natu- more natural to me. I just I. I like being affectionate, and that's just my way of, I guess, showing love. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's almost like subconscious for me. I just, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I have to kind of like have my hand on your shoulder mm-hmm. or just be hugging you or just like kind of like a massage or something. I just, that's just how I feel like I have to show love. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Bev, would you say that you're a naturally affectionate person? I don't know. What say you, Brett? <laughs> <laughs> I'd if say. you could see his face right now. <laughs> Would you say I'm like, I feel like I'm middle <clears throat> of the road. I feel like it doesn't necessarily come naturally to me like it does to Derek, but I also wouldn't say I'm standoffish. Yeah. I think I have to think to do it, yeah. and I do think to do it, but it's not just like a natural part of who I am. When you think to do it, I know that you are specifically making that effort to do it. That's sweet. It's like us being romantic. Right. right? What's, what's that? Oh, come oh, on. When you oh, think wow. about doing it, it works. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, would you say that I am? You can be. You can be. When we're out in public, you're usually five paces ahead of me. <laughs> this is a man on a mission anytime we're out in public. And so I'm, I'm kind of like that, too. That's yeah. the I'm joke. I'm pretty sure you're five paces behind me. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I like to take my time. I do. I do. He's is always it, looking behind me saying, are you coming? Or <laughs> <laughs> I would say that I think I've developed ADD, and I think I'm just... <laughs> I'm go, go, go. Go, go, go. That's our joke, like, right? When yeah. we go out somewhere... 
it's... I, I feel like I've been trying to slow down a little. Yeah, no, I don't think you're trying to leave me in the dust. I think you are hyper-focused on whatever it is you're trying to get done or where we're trying to go, that you're just in go mode. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that you're an affectionate person? I think I can be. Under which circumstances? <laughs> when I'm not leaving you in the dust. <laughs> I, I'm probably less affectionate now that we've had kids and life has been just running us over sometimes. There you have it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that like that's I feel like that's a lot of couple mm-hmm. stories once you start mm-hmm. having kids and yeah. a family mm-hmm. and both working. It's life does feel like it runs you over mm-hmm. and it kind of without you even recognizing it i feel like it squashes mm-hmm. but i feel like when we make the time to go on like a date i don't feel like that's an issue it's just when the kids jump in and start interrupting everything it's it's hard to it's definitely hard when your attention's yeah. divided mm-hmm. when you're on a date do you sit on the same side of the booth we typically do yes no. Not always, but typically. For me, I feel like it's a bit more of a cozy vibe, and I would definitely say we're much more physically affectionate if we're sitting on the same side versus... I mean, if we're sitting on opposite sides of the table, I'm not even sure we would hold hands. Maybe occasionally, but whereas if we're sitting next to each other, I feel like he's constantly, you know, you either have your hand on my back or we're holding hands or, mm-hmm. you know, something. Yeah. Yep. What about you guys? We usually sit across from each other, but I feel like, not that you guys don't no. have conversation, but I feel like a lot of times when we go out, that's our opportunity mm-hmm. to have like uninterrupted conversation. And so yeah. mm-hmm. we tend to like to be able to just face to face, face to face, look at each other yeah. across the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are times that we sit on the same. I feel like the times that we sit on the same side, it's usually after we've eaten our meal mm-hmm. and we're maybe like finishing a drink or waiting for dessert and yeah. then we... One of us moves over. We mm-hmm. sit together. That makes sense. Take a picture. You know. <laughs> there was a fascinating study called a coffee shop research where there was somebody who went into coffee shops in both Paris and then Gainesville, Florida, and they observed couples who came into the coffee shop to like mm-hmm. have a drink together. And the couples in Paris touched each other an average of 110 times an hour. Mm. That's so crazy. <laughs> The couples in Gainesville, Florida, (laughs) and the United States of America. That's like a week. Mm -hmm. I know. Well, so in our country, the average was only two times per hour. Two? Which, but I, like, I'm not surprised by that. Like, I just feel like, but I don't know what the different, like, is it just our culture or? Mm. Must be partly. But then also I do think proximity plays a like I I don't know, I'm just curious. Do cafes like is it is it more common in Paris to like sit next to your person that you're out mm-hmm. with instead of like across because I do just feel like that allows for like naturally more touch. But I don't know. Because I can't yeah. imagine reaching across a table to touch Derek hundred and nine times yeah. throughout the But if they're smaller tables. Right. And do they have a hurry culture? I feel like in the US it's get our drink, let's drink it, and then go. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then. I don't know. I feel like it's all in, in, intentional, too. We have just so many so many distractions. Like, even tonight, like, I physically had to put my phone in a, in a different room to not be, like, checking it nonstop. And, but 
by doing that, it just allows me to like be in the moment and intentional. And especially like when we go out on a date, I try to put that away and Mm -hmm. it just allows, it allows me to like give you my full attention and it's fine doing that. Very refreshing. Yeah, it is. It is. But I, but I feel like that's just the day and age that we live in where we're constantly distracted by something. Yeah. I would agree with that. Ditto. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the suggestions they had in the chapter, which is something that we put into place, I'm still working on it a little bit, is the, well, I call it the I'm here game. I don't know that they phrased it that way. But when somebody comes home from wherever they are, they if there's other people already at the house, you announce that you are home by saying, I'm here. And then everybody, regardless of what they're doing, they're supposed to drop what they're doing and mm-hmm. come and give a hug and welcome the person and be like almost like a little party that the person mm-hmm. is home. That's pretty cool. And to me, that was revolutionary because for so many years, I feel like I had built up resentment when Brent would come home later than I expected from work, mm-hmm. especially after having kids and when you're cooking dinner and you're expecting somebody to be home by a certain time. And a lot of times his job is unpredictable. Like it's not a mm-hmm. clock in, clock out type mm-hmm. of job. Um, so he does his best to be home by a certain time, but a lot of times he wouldn't make it by what my expectation or what I thought he was. And so... I've had to, that's helped me kind of get over the, I was so conditioned to almost give him the cold shoulder if he came Mm -hmm. home late, that when he actually did come home on time, I was still giving him almost kind of that same response, but I wasn't meaning to. It's just like I had developed that habit. And so I feel like implementing that little, I'm here. (laughs) I don't know. Almost like a reminder of how to receive him well. Yes. Welcome home. And the kids, well. I think there's been times where you like, drove around the block just so you could say it well it's not fair because i'm never the person who is coming home (laughs) to other people like i'm usually the first person home and so life 360 yeah anytime i feel like we're like headed towards the house at the same time i try to slow down so i can be the person she stopped on the side of the road well of course i'm sure it makes you feel good yeah you're in the kitchen making dinner and like you're you're in the middle of the chaos and then like brent gets home a little bit later and he's the one that's celebrated because he's you know he gets home just a little bit after you and I can see how that would be mm-hmm. yeah. frustrating. I did. I, I liked that part too. And I liked how they talked about their kids were very much part of it too. Mm. Like it gave their kids mm. an opportunity to not only celebrate, you know, the fact that of course they're excited that this person's back home, but I love how it said that they also got to witness like a loving hug between their parents and like just see that joy of, of reconnecting and, um, Appreciation, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is Olivia it, grossed out when she sees you guys be affectionate? She's she make she makes it seem like she is, but then like she'll tell us sometimes like kiss, and then I'm gonna say ew, like so like, it's, like <laughs> I think part of her like enjoys the the I don't know I don't know how to phrase this without it sounding weird, but like enjoys seeing love between her mom yeah. and dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but also she's just at that age where she also I think feels like most kids probably think it's gross, mm-hmm. so she wants to join in on the whole ew. So she'll cover her eyes and no, yeah, it's cute. What I don't think Seth? Seth feels that way. I think. No, it's more Elizabeth. It's our teenage daughter. Yeah. And I would yeah, say we're would like, you? we're not even overly affectionate in no. front of them. We are we, sometimes just to get the reaction out yeah. of her. <laughs> <laughs> 
but which, I do which think, I'm not complaining about because you yeah. have a physical touch. <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I do think it creates, like you were saying, almost like a sense of security for them yeah. to know that mommy and daddy are yeah doing and well and yeah. it's okay you know mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's what i always tell olivia i'm like you should be happy that you have mommies and mommy and daddy that loves each other so much that we want to kiss <laughs> yeah for sure what you got going on over there? well i have a list of things that help create intimacy if you want to talk about those <laughs> yes mm-hmm. so ways that can help create the intimacy that we're talking about like there's a list of suggestions should I ask you guys to rate yourselves, or do we not want yeah. to open that can of worms? No, I think we should. Okay. <laughs> I'm an open book. You ready to? I'm an open book. Brace yourselves. These, yeah. these are the things that it says that these are specific habit habits practiced by those in happy, thriving relationships, um, where both partners feel valued and loved, and all of the above. And so, there's just like some bullet points that we'll run through. But yeah, we thought it would be fun to maybe see how we hold up on a scale from one to ten how well we do these things that are supposed to be game changers in a relationship bring it on all right so the first one they give each other compliments and surprise romantic gifts um i'm a i I will compliment i'm not gift giving isn't like my big thing i'm not really like a good gift giver um so i would rate myself i would rate myself like a four yeah, it's hard because I, I feel like those are two very sep- like very different things. They are. They are. Um, I feel like both of us are pretty good with words of affirmation. Yes. So I'd say words of affirmation and compliments. Okay, so then I'll go halfway. I'm great at that, but I'm I'm not great at gifts. So and I'm not I'm either. Five. But that's also just five out of ten. Yeah. Okay. All right. Five but, out of ten for the Beauchains. Yeah. Okay, but what would you consider a surprise romantic gift? Like what? I feel like that's almost subjective to an individual. Yeah, to me, I would take that as like a date or mm-hmm. um, maybe like a surprise trip. That's kind of extravagant. That's romantic. She's like, yes, you, I will take that. You said to bring it up something that you've done in the past, Eric. I did. I actually, actually, Brett and I were talking about that earlier, and I was like, that's something that you know I would like to like to do again because I remember just the joy that I saw on your face that morning when I surprised you on a little weekend getaway to we went to savannah georgia and i i left a note on her nightstand and i said pack your bags let's let's go let's go away for the weekend definitely was not expecting that no. yeah that was definitely a romantic gift that yeah. i yeah yeah but that's and this is not downplaying it whatsoever but that was one time <laughs> and i think hey, 10 year of us being together and i and but i've only done it once too so that's what i'm just saying we're just both naturally not very great at that right well and that's and, but, but when it, you go you go big right? yes. yeah. and it, it was it was very intentional it took a lot of thought and like planning and i'm yeah. like it definitely didn't, didn't come natural to me but also seeing that joy and, and how much you appreciated that also like made me very happy too. So, so do you think if we were both intentional about doing that more often, we we would be better defined as a happy, thriving relationship? Yeah. Let's see. That's right. <laughs> Why is your voice squeaking? <laughs> you're making me nervous now. Now, now you make me feel like I got to plan a trip. <laughs> Can't do that anytime soon with this newborn on the line. That's way. true. All right, so Beauchene's, I'd say, happy medium, five. Dearsini's? Ugh. Ew. I don't know. Mm. I'm not as good of a gift giver as you are, because that's, that's your love language, not 
necessarily mine. I feel like for surprise romantic mm-hmm. gifts, I would probably score myself higher. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm as high as I could go, and not to blame working full time, but like we said earlier, like once life happens, it, mm-hmm. it's you have to be intentional for it to happen. Mm-hmm. Compliments. I don't feel like I'm as good at, I feel like I'm good at saying thank you a lot for things that you do, but just compliment, like noticing things and complimenting you. That's, I'd probably, I'd give myself maybe an eight on the romantic gifts and maybe a three on the compliments. I feel like you're better on both of those than me, but you tell me. (laughs) Well, I'll throw a few more onto the three if you want me to. (laughs) Okay. He's like, like, pass on that one. Yeah. I, I'm not as good at, at the gift giving for sure. I would, what, three, four, three, four? Yeah. Yay. Well, <laughs> when, when both of your love languages are well, physical, no, three, she's I, like three minus no, four. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give Brent this. It's similar to like what Derek was saying. Like when he does do something, mm-hmm. it's usually extravagant extravagant yeah. it's few and far between but then like it's like a <laughs> i don't mean to say that you go all out and yeah no he's, yeah. the times that he's done something i do feel like it's been kind of a big deal so. i do have something in <laughs> don't no don't promise <laughs> yeah me don't get there's no don't time frame on this but <laughs> mm-hmm. i talked to Derek I, about it i've oh, already talked to Derek about it good then that does that mean you guys are going to be I romantic so. accountability partners because i'm Lord, all for that please make it happen <laughs> All right, so here's the next one. They know what turns their partner on and off. And not necessarily, like, more of, like, a what speaks to your heart that mm-hmm. makes you, like, bend towards that person, I guess, is a, a way to put that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely, I can definitely see when I kind of pull out the romantic cards <laughs> and I, I'm a little bit more intentional in that aspect. I can definitely, I know for a fact, Amanda softens up and she is definitely a lot more affectionate physically um verbally a lot of a lot of things so it's something i can definitely attest for i'm just so that's something that you feel you have a good knowledge of yes regarding me. yes it just doesn't come naturally to me which unfortunately but you're aware of it i am i'm uh, yeah definitely yeah. aware of it yeah definitely i would say similarly i mean i know obviously physical touch is something that makes you feel really loved and cared about. So I would say that I know that, but I'm not very good at following through on it. It's hard when we, when we feel love in two totally different mm-hmm. ways. Yeah, but that's just, it just shows it. We in ways that are unnatural in us for us to show it that way. Yeah. How about you guys? I mean, I, you're pretty, I Mr. Physical touch number one and two. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I got that one down pat. <laughs> But how good at following through on that are you? Would you say? Mm, I don't, what do you? What would you say? I feel like I go there, through there's, there's ups and downs. Yeah, it yeah. feels like seasons. I feel like busyness is the number one enemy of yeah intimacy. To be honest, so true. Even when you try to be intentional, when you're so busy that you're just like exhausted. Yeah. Um, well, I know when I do something that you know I put thought into that's probably the I don't know that that speaks to you more like a surprise that I know that has been that I've that I've taken the time and you know I spent time mm-hmm. trying to 
make that situation happen or whether it's a, a note out of nowhere like you know I intentionally meant to do it not just out of like obligation because you know that I'm kind of feeling like a little bit you know surprises in a clean house those are the two ways to my heart I'm just gonna be honest there you go <laughs> and I try to get the clean house done every two weeks <laughs> whether it's with you the cleaner, or else with the cleaner <laughs> It's done. That's all that matters. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it doesn't matter who does it, right? Yeah. yeah. So the next one, I feel like we already kind of answered. So I guess we could maybe skip over. But they're physically affectionate, even in public. Yeah. And I, I feel like you're good at like holding hands with me and stuff when we're. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might be two paces behind. I'm pulling you. you. It doesn't matter. He's, he's dragging mm-hmm. me around. Pulling you around. <laughs> he, that's why yeah. he's holding I'm on to my Come hand on. because yeah. I'm not Come walking on. quickly enough I, and he feels like he needs to I got one of those like, like bungee cords strapped to my like belt. You know, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. He loves like you so much ski, he just doesn't want to lose you. Like a skier on the side. Come on. It <laughs> reminds me of that Costco video that you showed me. Which one? With like the husband and wife walking in Costco. And he, he says he holds her hand. Yeah. His, <laughs> well, no, she keeps trying to grab things off the shelf and he has to like tug her along so that she doesn't spend too much of the money. But it was like, it, the joke was that he was like trying to be like, like more like to her, he was coming off as if he was being more affectionate, but really it's just, he was trying to keep her from like buying things off the shelf. You got to keep you guys in check. Yeah. So another one is they know how to have fun together. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's something that gets lost in the busyness of life, or is that something that you guys have been able to kind of hold on to? <laughs> no, I, I feel like we've been pretty good at keeping, you know, keeping conversation light, keeping, you know, keeping it fun, um, keeping it interesting. You know, we've gone through a lot of a lot of ups and downs over the past couple of years, and I mean, honestly, if we just kept things serious and, you know. <laughs> I think we both would have gone crazy. So I think keeping it light and fun, um, adding that in the mix is always a good thing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, I would agree. Um, I definitely think that, and I've always said this, but like my favorite thing about you is your humor. And my favorite thing about us as a couple is how much fun we have together. So I feel like even if we're just out running errands or like, at home, even when we're like watching a show, we find some way somehow to laugh about things. And I honestly don't know. I can't imagine a relationship that's not like embracing the fun side of things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is another thing I tell Olivia all the time. Like you really want to find someone that you can laugh with and have fun with for the rest of your life because it keeps you young mm-hmm. and it keeps you positive. Um, mm-hmm. And just that high energy is really important. Yeah. So I, I think that that is huge in regards to connection because if you can't play and have fun together that takes out a whole important piece no it sure does for sure i feel like we have fun together yeah maybe not i don't feel like we're the couple that necessarily goes out to do things to have fun i think it's just a natural part like some of the stuff that we laugh about and our humor mm-hmm. behind closed doors makes me wonder if there are other couples like us or if we're Others. just absolute weirdos. Because yeah. <laughs> you know? I just, I don't, you keep me laughing. We laugh about like the dumbest things. Yep. And I would be embarrassed for anybody to be a fly on the wall yep. with some of our back and forth and humor. Well, apparently our kids think we're fun because they even just said it the other day. They're like, that's true. Like, why do you 
like want to hang out with us all the time. We try to That's the ultimate compliment, honestly. We, you know? Well, we have coffee Saturday and Sunday mornings sitting in bed, uh-huh. and when they wake up, they come and just like hang out in bed. Mm. Yeah, so sweet. But they're just sitting there staring at us, so it's kind of awkward. And so we do like the good morning stuff, but after about 20 minutes, I guess it's just foreign to us because I don't ever remember going and Sitting in our parents' bed and be like, what are you guys doing? Almost like looking at them, can you entertain us? Yeah, entertain us now. We're not your clown. (laughs) Dance monkey. Hey, we'll see see you in like 20 minutes. Go shut the door. We're gonna sit here and finish our coffee. We love you. <laughs> that is though. That, Take the dog like, with you. That, that's like the ultimate compliment, you know, and, and that's something that I like look look in the future towards and I'm like, I hope that, you know, later on in life, like our kids want to yeah. want to hang out with us too, you know, because mm-hmm. they just, they love being around us and mm-hmm. seeing the love that we have for each other and that's, it brings them in, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next one is, they stay good friends. Mm-hmm. And you, like guys, you guys started out as friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We before. were Which was nice because we already knew each other's baggage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we both had kind of a lot of it. But it you, was... You more so than me. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> Keep Have it light. Have together, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did it usually that? No, I'm sure. Oh, man. <laughs> no, but yeah, we did. We started off as... We were friends for, what, four years mm-hmm. before we started dating? And so that was definitely helpful. But no, I... I just told Derek the other day that I feel like more than ever, even in the, how many years have we known each other? 16? Uh-huh. In the 16 years that we've known each other, like more than ever, I would consider you my best friend. Uh-huh. And that's, I think that's really important because it's also, that's grown such an appreciation for you. And so many more, I appreciate you as a husband in so many ways, naturally, and as a father. Um, but I've come to really appreciate you as like a friend more mm-hmm. so in the past, I'd say like two years than ever before. And that has added a, like a completely different depth yeah. to our relationship. Yeah. Well, and I, and I, I look at that as like in a marriage, you, you need to have a, a partnership, which you know that like, you're going to have somebody that's going to like do life with you and that's going to like be there and that you can like rely on, but you also need the friendship side where you can like open up to and you can like be vulnerable with and you can like laugh with and cry with mm-hmm. and go through the ups and downs of life. And, you know, that's something that like I've definitely found, you know, in you, especially over these past couple of years, you know, so that's, I appreciate you for that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hey there. Hey, if you could see the, the look <laughs> that Beverly just gave each other. No. So you guys are next. I, I feel you, like you're definitely my person. Yeah. Like I just, like everything that Derek just said, like we have the dynamic of a marital relationship, but I also just know that you're, you fill the role of best friend mm-hmm. as well. Um, and so... Yeah. No, I would agree. I mean, you definitely are my my best friend, and I don't always listen like a best friend. <laughs> but that's what best when friends you're... are for. Sometimes you gotta <laughs> you gotta tell them tell them to it like it is. <laughs> I just don't understand a lot of what you do at work. So <laughs> when you start sharing, you're some not of my that work stuff, best friend. I'm you're not, just yeah, yeah, not your work buddy. But I will ask how your day was. And I'll listen for at least the first 30 you'll, seconds. You'll, you'll hear me for however long I talk. 
I'll hear you the entire time. Will I listen to you? (laughs) That's debatable. And after 30 seconds, I see her eyes, you know, glossed over with, and I'm like... I don't think she's understanding well, no, half of what I'm talking that's about. That's part of the problem is your job is so technical that when you start talking nitty gritty, I'm. I try this. not to though. You do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess I need to try better. We we do the same thing with your guys' teacher stuff. We listen to you, but we might not. Your eyes gloss over. They do. (laughs) (laughs) At least you you understand that. It's because we've heard it three times before. (laughs) Well, that's true. I do feel like the teacher problems are usually on repeat. It's just a never-ending cycle of the same thing. Hashtag teacher. Didn't this just happen three weeks ago? Yeah. I'll listen to it again though. So sorry, you're going through this for the first third time. Well, you know what? Cheers to retirement. Cheers to retirement. Glory. <laughs> All right, so next one, fun one. They have weekly romantic dates. Oh, we have a big fail. I know that we we kind of fell off with the rating scale, but we'd be a zero on this one. Yeah. <laughs> we are so bad at dating one another. Like we we spend a lot of time together at home, so it's not that, but we don't go out on dates. And then a while ago, we had this like new initiative where we really wanted to try and make like at home date night be very like intentional about sitting out on the back patio together or once a week or something i think we did that for like two weeks mm-hmm. yeah it was short-lived <laughs> it fell off it was short-lived so, yeah no we fail miserably at this one it's again it just goes back to being intentional and like really setting aside time for something that like just doesn't come naturally i mean it's it's not like it's not like i don't want to go out on a date with you or that i don't want to like spend that like intentional time mm-hmm. with you it's just that life just kind of happens and it gets busy and then you just you get to the end of the day and you're like dang it i just kind of want to sit in bed and watch a show or (laughs) which is why we just did a church-wide fast as you guys know as you participated as well all four of us did it um but that's why for fasting derek gave up social media um and watching some videos that he likes to listen to about the market and you know staying Mm -hmm. informed um and i gave up tv and social media as well. And we spent so much more intentional time. It actually did feel like we dated each other that week because mm-hmm. we had every single meal to like, not even just meal, like our co- like you guys are saying, our coffee, our everything. We were like actually sitting at a table and talking and looking at each other and mm-hmm. it felt much more yeah. intentional. Yeah. But no, in regards to dates, we, yeah. thumbs down. Not we, we were eliminating the distractions. Yeah. But well. did you guys, so what was your dating life prior to marriage were you a couple that would go out and do things or were you more of like a netflix and chill so that's kind of like your mo you know i think i feel like we were a good mix of, of both kind of is it crazy that i like cannot remember life before <laughs> <laughs> kids to be honest i, I kind of can i kind of can okay, I, so we, you can speak to it yeah no we did a lot of we, we did do a lot of um a lot of like homebody stuff where we kind of just you know we would go home, watch a movie and, you know, cook a meal. Mm-hmm. But I felt like we also, we did a lot of things with friend groups. We mm-hmm. did a lot of things just by ourselves, but we would go like on like little getaway trips, like for the weekend, mm-hmm. um, you know, little things like that, that would kind of break up the month. And I mean, yeah. obviously when you, when you can only focus on, on each other, it just allows for a lot more like intention and time to, you know, to allow for that. So it's more flexibility. It, it yeah. is. It is. What about you guys? When you throw kids in the mix, it's like, yeah, what do they got going on? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, your priorities just have to. It's like, oh, you got a soccer game this so week, and, you know, and. Just, and I'm oh. not a high energy person, so looking at my weekend schedule, 
you know, if if we already have something that we're doing socially or mm-hmm. the kids have an event, I don't really want to necessarily book anything yeah. else. You, it just feels like too much. Yeah, you throw more than two things a weekend at you. You're just... I'm the same way. Yeah, like... I know. Water it's on busy. the Wicked it's Witch of the busy. West. Mm-hmm. It's too I busy. I'm, like, I'm the exact same way. Yeah, but... Well, you guys are in that season, too, where, like... You're, you got Elizabeth's in soccer, so you have something kind of going on the weekend. Seth's getting there, too, where he's going to be getting involved in more stuff. Olivia's getting there, too, you know, so I don't know. Becoming more intentional and, and allotting for more scheduled time, it just becomes so much more important because you have so much more going on. So, I don't know, something we need to both work on and be more intentional about. I feel like you guys are really good at date night. Yeah. Because of Beverly. <laughs> well, which aligns with what she was saying earlier, though, that that's just kind of something that comes a little bit more naturally to her, the romantic right, gifts right. part, and prioritizing that. And, and that's okay. I think that's what that's what's so important in a, a, a couple and a marriage is, like, we each have our strengths, and we're, wired, we're all wired differently in how we do things. So it's like if one person can, like, use their strength and, you know, kind of make up for one aspect of the... The marriage and the dating and, and allow the other person to kind of make up for the other mm-hmm. could be a good partnership i still think it's i'm gonna give a little clarification so go ahead no i still think it's it's important for me to make the effort to try to plan the mm-hmm. dates mm-hmm. i don't do as good of a job as you do because i know that's more on the forefront of your your brain and i because i'm hoping i'll get asked out on a date yeah. and when i never do i finally just plan yeah, <laughs> right. date myself. And, and it's not that yeah. it's not that i don't want to do it it's i feel like i just get distracted mm-hmm. so much that it's, it's it, you're suffering for it versus like me trying to slow down enough to make the the effort that mm-hmm. I need to. I feel like we started something at the beginning of the last year, so a year ago, that was helpful. And I don't really remember what made it kind of fall off the rails, but I knew you needed help in that area. And remember, we would have like monthly meetings where we would take mm-hmm. out a calendar and we would plan. I don't think it was every week. Like, I mean, no, we were doing like once or twice a month. It was, maybe. Yeah, I think it was every other weekend. So like twice a month. But we would talk about, we were kind of on a mission to try new mm-hmm. restaurants that we had never mm-hmm. been to. Because that's my favorite type of date. Because a night off from the kitchen and yeah. cleaning, that's mm-hmm. what I want to do is go out to eat. What? Night off cooking. <laughs> night off cleaning for me. <laughs> that too. So okay. You both get a break. Yeah, we both get a break. Okay. okay. <laughs> I just want to... Yeah. Well, just to put it in perspective, it usually takes me like an hour and a half to cook dinner and mm-hmm. 20 minutes to clean up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now that, now that we're clear that, in all fairness, how long does it take you to clean? <laughs> an hour and a half, so. <laughs> <laughs> not saying I could cook in a half hour, but I could clean in a half hour. So I don't think your love language is going to be fulfilled tonight. But... <laughs> <laughs> That was helpful when we sat down and kind of put on the calendar together because then at right. least it felt like a partnership. And then I, I know last year we had a lot of medical things that came up with different people in our family. And I think along the way, we just kind of like lost our rhythm because I feel like we were pretty good January, were February, like March. Three, four months, right? Yeah. And then at some point, it's just oh. the wheels fell off. 
that's when I think he broke his arm. And then, yeah, that was like the beginning of kids. a series of unfortunate yeah. events. Mm-hmm. So one of the last suggestions, which kind of comes back to an earlier episode that we talked about, was the intention or being intentional about turning toward your spouse, like for those bids of connection. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think this is what it really all comes down to because all of the other things are important. But I've always thought I've always said that I thought there was I thought there should be a thoughtfulness love language <laughs> because what speaks to me the most and to go back to the original question about like I guess like a a turn on of my heart <laughs> would be knowing and feeling like Derek has turned toward me in a way like a very intentional thoughtful and whether that's I mean you could pick anything from the list a romantic date or a compliment or um just laughing and having a good time with me like all of those things for me personally it all boils down to just feeling like he's prioritizing me and and my like attention and just time together Mm -hmm. so I feel like and then that naturally then I feel like does just make to to bring it back to the topic of the chapter it makes me then want to be more physically affectionate when I feel like my heart has been touched Mm -hmm. then I'm more likely to return that love in a way that would speak to you I agree I agree (laughs) no I am when 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 Amanda turns to me and she's like hey she's like I know you've had a long day would you like a massage or something like that like that like that means more to me than anything I love that I love that because I know she's being intentional and she, it's not something that you comes know, it's necessarily a sacrificial act of love. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's not something that necessarily comes natural to you, but I can tell that that's something in the moment that like you're doing just because you want to like, like solely for you. Yes. And share your love and vice versa with me, like, you know, being thoughtful or, you know, planning something or being romantic or yeah. it's the same thing. It's like, it doesn't come natural, but it's something where I, I want to show love and so I'm going to do something out of outside of like what I'm what comes naturally to me yeah agreed yes I feel like we've kind of gotten away from being as mindful about turning toward so this is a good reminder mm-hmm. I feel like for for us because um, I feel like when we first read that chapter we were trying to implement it we did a really good job of and I could tell a difference in our relationship too so but then life happens, like mm-hmm. we were talking about I feel about like that's earlier. any book that we read. It's like you, you spend the time trying to make the changes mm-hmm. to help your relationship with the other person, and then time goes by, and something distracts you, and then, you Well, know. I don't think it's necessarily a distraction. I think you have one crazy, hectic weekend that just throws mm-hmm. everything upside down, and then it's like you can't recalibrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it's not that you can't, it's just you've you are in survival mode for a little bit and then you just don't naturally fall back to Mm -hmm. being intentional yeah that's a good word recalibrate because that takes a it takes a lot of energy and a lot of like intentionality to choose to recalibrate things Mm -hmm. and get things back on track because it's not as simple as just saying like oh we haven't been doing that all right we're gonna start doing it again like you actually have to put forth the effort which is a lot easier said than done yeah what do they say? It takes 30 days to create a habit? I think it's 21. 21 days? 7 days to break it or something. I don't know. 
Well, well apparently, <laughs> apparently, it takes a while. apparently, we're not good at making habits, but we're good at breaking them. <laughs> well, no. To your point, it's like it's like you're being intentional, you know, trying to trying to create something, but then like something hectic comes along, breaks it up, and it kind of just you you start that cycle all over again. So. Why are you? Because I just realized that I needed to get my two touches in for an hour, so yeah. I'm rubbing your back. Yeah. But I'm going to let go, and then I'm going to touch your arm yeah. so I can, like, beat the record. Nice. So now it's three. There you go. She's an overachiever. Ooh. Three times in one day. What does that feel like, dude? <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm still trying to process it. <laughs> Okay, so to bring this full circle back to the idea of how important touch is, right? Because the idea was that if, if happy, thriving couples are incorporating these things into their relationship, they're just naturally going to want to be more physically affectionate. Um, but we were talking earlier about how important physical touch is. And it's not just to have you know a close relationship. It's literally vital for your well-being and your health in general. Um, and the book was talking about even babies. Like, that's why Derek brought up, like, skin to skin is so important. Um, and the book was talking about some studies of, of how important it is for babies to have that physical touch. Because even with ample food and oxygen and all the things that they need, if they don't have that physical touch from their mother, that connection, um, that some babies don't survive. And mm-hmm. So I think that we would all do well to remember that that need and that craving for physical touch doesn't just end when you grow up and grow out of the infant stage. Like that's something that follows us for the rest of our lives and just continues to stay a necessity, not just a desire, not, you know, and Derek was saying earlier, like God created touch as one of the five senses. I love that you brought that up. Um, but that's, we're literally wired to, to desire it and to not just desire, but need it. Cause it's supposed to be a part of the way that we were created. Agreed. So on that note, Thanks Again. for joining us. <laughs> oh. Good night, Obio. <laughs>